version. Yes. But we've been recording all night and Jackie's pretty litty titty already. So. Litty titty. So uh, here we go. Uh, um, this is episode three. We had Adam on our last episode mm-hmm. just as a, a little quick refresher. The, the score is currently Chrissy four, mm-hmm. Jackie two. It's fine. We're about to make it up right now. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, uh. Nope. I'm sorry. I feel really confident about this one. <sighs> well, now I'm screwed. Um, and also, um, so the last episode I did... Christina Rossetti. And Jackie did Kim Adonazio. Say it again? Adonazio. Adonazio. Okay. Okay. Um, so we went with the longer format again. We're yes. each going to do three, three poems because we felt like that went really well mm-hmm. the last time. Um, and I started last time, so I think Jackie should start. It's my turn. Okay. I am going to omit the titles from these. Okay. Wait. Um, yeah. Okay. You got it pulled up? Yep. Okay, I'm going to admit the ti- omit the titles for the first set of poems and the second set of poems. Okay. So, good luck, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I, um, we'll see. I'm not feeling incredibly comfortable with these. Okay, here we go. You got it. Option uh-huh. one. Okay, option one. My candle burns at both ends. It will not last the night. But, ah, my foes and oh, my friends, it gives a lovely light. Hmm... Option two. Mm-hmm. Your hair it does but gleam and shine. May I run my fingers through? I wish you were but only mine. I want to be you. You wrote those two. Those are your options. You wrote the second one. I did write the second yeah! one. Yeah! <laughs> okay, I don't I don't know what it was. I think it was the... Was it the Oh My Foes? foes? I all knew it. Foes. I was like, that shit ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was All My Foes. I think that's what gave it away. Yeah. And also, like... I wish you were, but only mine. That that sounded like you. And yeah. When you read it, it was like, mm, okay, I think, yeah, I feel that. That first one was called First Fig. First Fig? Yeah. That would have given it away. Exactly. Right, right away. I title mine Fish. Fish? Yes, Fish. Why Fish? Is it me? <laughs> so we're going to watch this Because she wrote it about me. Oh my God, stop. I'm dying. I'm dying. Jackie wrote a poem about And so me and Jackie are on a trivia team together. They rock. They're like literally the biggest Hey, nerds. trivia team. We love you. Um, they're the biggest nerds and also like the best friends ever. Mm-hmm, and ever. all we do is have nerdy discussions and sing alongs. And mm-hmm. it's great. It's great. Um, and our group chat, we're all our childhood nicknames. So everybody in that group chat knows I'm Chrissy Fishy. And Jackie is Wacky Jackie. Hey, hey. Um, so shout out to Captain Casey and Minio and Benjamin and, and Select Song. So we love you guys. Um, I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was so nice. Oh my gosh. But, um, 
also be yourself, girl. No, I know. It, the, the, it was really mainly the first part. I know, I know. I got it. The last part felt a little bit stilted. Like, you wanted to put more syllables oh, in there. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I really struggle with that one. It's okay. There's... You'll understand. I, I have some like that, too. Excellent. So, Here we go. Um, this one's pretty long. I have, like, all of the poems. That's okay. Long. My last ones were pretty long on Minnesota, too. Okay. So, okay. um, this first one is called The Rose's Lament, okay. and it's split into three stanzas. Yep. So... I am thy king of thorns, in sunshine and in storms. Under the sun and moon doth my heart ever bloom. My scent leaves traces sweet, yet trampled by their feet. They steal away my heart, they tear my flesh apart. My soul becomes a wish, but love quits, soft and swift. Wherefore I cease to be, for thou hast murdered me. Okay? Mm -hmm. The Rose's Lament. Poem 1B is Daisy's Song. The sun with his great eye sees not so much as I, and the moon, all silver proud, might as well be in a cloud. And oh, the spring, the spring, I lead the life of a king. Couched in the teeming grass, I spy each pretty lass. I look where no one dares, and I stare where no one stares, and when the night is nigh, lambs bleat my lullaby. Okay. I... I think I'm going to go with The Rose's Lament is yours, although I'm hesitant for the following reasons. Okay. The first reason, no, these are the reasons why I think it's yours. The okay. first reason, um, I am thy king of thorns, um, and in our, if you, to, if you listened to our last mini-sode, um, Chrissy talked a lot about the roses and the thorns, and that it's pretty significant for her. Um, the second reason, uh, the very last, in the third stanza, you end with, for thou hast murdered me. My favorite murder. <laughs> and like, I know every time someone is murdered, it can't possibly be, but I gotta at least underline it in my blue pen. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and here are the reasons why I think Daisy's song is not yours. Okay. I think that it used too many words I don't see you using. Okay. And if I'm wrong, well, God like help what? me. Like what? Silver proud, couched okay. with the apostrophe, okay. teeming, lambs bleat my lullaby. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go ahead and tell you you're right. Yeah, okay. Um, this was actually the last poem I wrote, and it was my least favorite. I was like, I'm just going to crank this out. I, I did all this really hard work today, and then I had like 15 minutes at the end of my day. Um, and I was like, crank this out, I got to get it done because we're recording tonight, and... Uh, yeah, that was all right. You, you did good. So Thank we're you. we're one and one. Yes. Did I get? I get. Yes, I got your first you got one? my first one. Okay. One and one. I'm glad you're tallying. Cause I'm I tallying. Okay. okay. Um. Okay. So we're on to the second poem for me. And your first option. I'm also going to omit the titles. Okay. What is that? I, I went back and reread fish. Oh God. Okay. And <laughs> well, you said, "May I run my fingers?" Yeah, you can. Come here. <laughs> Like, quick sidebar, I literally, I walked, this was also, that first one I, I read and wrote, mm -hmm. I wrote that last, the same thing okay. as you. I wrote that today at about 2.30 p.m., mm -hmm. and it was because I walked into your office, mm -hmm. and you were, had, you didn't have your headphones in, but you were working really hard on your SOPs, and I was going to say something to you, and I was like, she's working, and I, like, slowly backed out, and, like, Lindsay looked at me funny. Uh, did I even notice you? No. Oh, my God. I walked out, and then I <laughs> sat down, and I said... Chrissy has shiny hair. 
was the inspiration. <laughs> I really wish you guys could have seen what she just did. She did this whole like, like oh my gosh, I can't even ex- ex- explain it. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. We're moving on. We're on moving we're on. on section Poem two a. Okay. Come and eat my. Save Pond Solid Rook. Okay. Section two. Rewind. Okay. Come and eat at my table, for there is plenty to spare. I would only make ample. Yes, there is enough to share. Okay. Option two. (laughs) Safe upon the solid rock, the ugly houses stand. Come and see my shining palace built upon the sand. Might not show it this week. I want to say option one, because last week you did one about the dinner plate, and it makes me think of food. Ooh. So that's what I'm going to go with. And I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go with that. You're right. Yeah! I was hungry today. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I was a hungry girl today. So the second one is, so, okay, um, I, I don't remember what I titled, oh, I titled this one Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> and the second one by the actual poet, the published poet, is called Second Fig. She spelled Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let's not talk about Thanksgiving because Jackie and I disagree about Thanksgiving. Moving on. And the actual poem is called Second Fig, hence also why I couldn't tell you what it's called. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Okay. Okay, Okay, you're up. I'm ready for your second one. Second section of poems. First one, these are both two stanzas. Mm Mm-hmm. So we work down. We've got, we're going three to two to one. The final section will just be one. But this one is two stanzas. Okay. So, poem two, A, called On Death. Can death be sleep when life is but a dream and scenes of bliss pass as a phantom by? The transient pleasures as a vision seem and yet we think the greatest pains to die. How strange it is that man on earth should roam and lead a life of woe but not forsake his rugged path nor dare he view alone his future doom, which is but to awake. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. That was on death. This one's called On Dreams. Is sleep but travel to a distant realm where light is dark, or wouldst thou then believe thy path be cloaked in thorns and ash and elm? Nay, heart in love with heart upon thy sleeve. How strange it seems that man might wander so, to gather smoke and dust along the way, and so they wouldst be blind to where they go, while covered by the darkening light of day. So now I'm getting inside my head, and here are the reasons why. Because, so the first one focuses lot focuses a lot on man, mm-hmm. specifically using the word men, man. Mm-hmm. That's just a note. That is neither yay or nay for you. Mm-hmm. The second one, entitled On Dreams, uses a lot of, Oh, witch thou, hi hither! <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. and, so, so there are two options. A, <laughs> A, that's not your writing. Mm-hmm. B, you know that's not your writing, therefore you wrote it. Mm. And that's where I'm stuck. Okay. So I'm going to try to look past that, and I'm going to say... She's doing a little, like, cutesy potty dance right now, and I, I am not going to stand for it's not, it. It's not a potty dance. So just, I didn't know that I could, like, move my, you know, like, when you're on your knees and you, like, I can't explain it. It's going to sound really weird. 
It already does. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go. I feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> you kind of just got to go for it. I feel like yours is on death. Y'all wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew you did. You did the thing. I did the thing. Okay, so On Death is actually the poem by the real poet. And um, you were totally right. I was like, this person writes totally different than me. That's why this one was such a struggle for me. Especially because this person is very rhymey. And yes. so it was like, God, I, I gotta be like abstract and nature-y, but like rhymey, but also like, what thou? And it's really hard to Google words that are like, Old-fashioned form of... I go to relatedwords.com. Rhyme Zone is my... Ah, Rhyme Zone's a good one, Rhyme too. Zone's pretty good. Rhyme Zone does, like, definitions and synonyms mm. and, like, near rhymes and perfect well, you can, like, rhymes. filter it. Yeah, it's great. Shout it's out great. to Rhyme Zone. Yeah, Rhyme Zone, sponsor us. I'm what the fuck life. are they gonna do? I don't know. Pay us <laughs> money? Give us checks. Give us words. J-A-C-Q-U-I-E. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll take that one. All right. Okay. Okay. You, Are you ready? You, you, you triggered me. I triggered her. I'm ready. Wait, did you, did you tally? I tallied. Okay. Okay, this is the last section. Or I, I didn't tally because I got it wrong. What? <laughs> On the last mini session, she goes, Chrissy, stop scrolling. And on this one, she just goes, Chrissy, no scroll, girl. <laughs> so I didn't print out because I'm terrible. So I just shared the Google Drive doc, but I have my own notes. No scroll. <laughs> so I just typed at the end of the poem, Chrissy, no scroll, girl. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> no scroll, girl. No scroll, girl. All right, girl. good. All right, okay. so poem three, option one, entitled Thursday. Mm-hmm. And if I loved you Wednesday, well, what is that to you? I do not love you Thursday. So much is true. And why you come complaining is more than I can see. I loved you Wednesday, yes, but what is that to me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your second option is called wait. Mm-hmm. I imagine my life, my love in such a way, melting glaciers to flowers of bloom. But those flowers were much more to weigh, a feeling of impending doom. Once more that bell tolls, I will hear it not again. Perhaps there is my life, my love, once, but I ask you, when? You wrote number one. I wrote number two. Did you really? I did. Oh my gosh. You want to know why I thought you wrote number one? I really do, because you didn't even think about it. No, I didn't. Well, I I listened, okay, there were two things in option two that didn't sound like you. Okay. And I probably should have realized that you did that on purpose. Hey. But I didn't think that you would rhyme the word way, W-A-Y, with the word way, W-E-I-G-H. Hey, bitches. That, that was like, mm, those are like, mm, I don't think right. so. A little trickery. Um, and then, plus that one's so much more abstract, you know? I feel like, because option, oh, the other one was, I will hear it not again. Not, I will not hear it again. Yeah. So that should have been, a, yeah, I should have known that you were doing that on purpose. But um, option one, I yes. thought sounded like you because I know that, like, I know you to be a person who's like, I'm done, I'm totally done. And then the next day you're like, well. You know what I'm saying? I am very fickle. Yeah, she's super fickle. And, like, that applies to everything. That's not just, like, a love life thing. No, yeah. It's just, like, a it's thing. who I am as a person. If you get this right, we're tied for this episode. Oh, God. Okay. <coughs> okay. This one's right. longer. It's in a sonnet form. Okay. So these are both called Bright Star. <clears throat> oh. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um. Okay. So the first one. 
Bright star, would I were steadfast as thou art, not in lone splendor hung aloft the night, and watching with eternal lids apart, like nature's patient sleepless eremite. The moving waters at their priest-like task of pure ablution round earth's human shores, or gazing on the new soft fallen mask of snow upon the mountains and the moors. No, yet still steadfast, still unchangeable, pillowed upon my fair love's ripening breast, to feel forever its soft fall and swell, awake forever in a sweet unrest. Still, still to hear her tender taken breath, and so live ever, or else swoon to death. Jackie's writing a lot of things. I'm just taking notes. <laughs> okay. Bright Star Part 2. <laughs> Amid thy sweetness I forget to breathe. My lungs are all aflame within my chest. For none could ever shine so bright as she, a queen she rose and fell before the rest. Her smile becomes her like a falling star, becomes the nightly sky behind thy lash, a blaze of flame admired from afar, ooh, as one extols embers and glowing ash. O prithee, tell her when I am away, on nights she shall awake among the dew, my mind will ere live within her sway, my eyes will ne'er forget her shades of blue. And should she call me home, my heart to rest, I would remain my head upon her breast. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to say that... I worked the hardest on this one, if that helps you. It doesn't. <laughs> I know that. So, through the first one, and up until pretty much halfway through the second, I knew which one you did. But then the last half of that second one had me second-guessing myself. I'm going to go with my original gut, and I'm... If I get this right, we're tied for this episode, which means the score technically and ratio remains the same. Mm-hmm. She's giving me a weird Joker smile, like like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. Um, amid thy sweetness, I forget to read it. Let me just. Um, okay. I think that you wrote Bright Star. <laughs> <laughs> She's right and wrong. <laughs> I think you wrote Bright Star, the second one. You right. You right. I don't know what it was. I think it was she, queen. But no, not even, because it's not like you wouldn't also write about he, king. Mm-hmm. I think it was just one of those feelings. It was actually an instinct for me to write about a king instead of a queen. And I had to catch myself because, um, this is a little bit of a preview, but my poet this week is a guy. And, like, he would not have written about a king. He would right. have written about a queen. Gotcha. And, um, so... I was like, no, I can't write about a king. I had to go back. I had to go back and make it a queen. And like, but I originally was looking at this as if the queen was the sun. She rose and fell before the rest. Okay. And so that's, I was trying to make it a nature thing, but it well, also one of turned the, into. I think what gave you away wasn't what you didn't or did do. Mm-hmm. It's what the other poem was. Yeah. For example, um, reusing the word steadfast and <sighs> the ending rhymes. It was unrest and breath and death. And your last ones were blue, rest, breast. I think that must be what I missed, because I think he... It says, pillowed upon my fair love's ripening breast, to feel forever a soft fall and swell, awake forever in a sweet unrest, still, still to hear her tender taken breath, and so live forever or else swoon to death. Okay, but here's the thing. is This was supposed to be in a sonnet form, so it's supposed to go art, night, part, might. Mm-hmm. A, B, A, B, task, shores, mask, moors. Yep. C, D, C, D. Mm-hmm. A bull, rest, swell, rest. And so that's the only part that, like, 
he didn't rhyme. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I should rhyme or should I not rhyme? Like, well, I, I mean, I could see... I, in traditional this tr- yeah. sonnet form, that should rhyme. Yeah. Um, and then breath and death should rhyme. Yeah. So that, like, rest and death are, like, a near rhyme. So I was like, I don't, uh, I'm just gonna do it, like, pure The way form. it should be. Yeah. So, that also might have given away. I also thought, I was reading it, and I was like, oh, I used thorns again in this one. I oh, like I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't even notice at that time. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, where? Um, no, maybe that wasn't this one. Maybe that was know. the one before this. Oh, yeah, no, the one on dreams. I used thorns. Yeah. Thorns and ash and elm. That one I thought might have given me away. Oh, I didn't even notice that. See, look at me. okay all right so we're tied for this we're tied for this episode episode. i'm so impressed all right so then that brings the score to six to four yep six to four okay i have a surprise a surprise (laughs) i love surprises it's not really a surprise i have well maybe we should talk about our poets first i'll leave you in suspense okay Okay. Um, who's your poet? You went first. Uh, okay, my poet was Edna St. Vincent Millay. Ooh. Born in 1892, dies in 1950. She's often compared to Robert Frost, specifically citing she was one of the most skillful writers of sonnets in the 20th century. I specifically did not choose a sonnet. Interesting. And also like Frost, she was able to combine modernist attitudes with traditional forms, creating a unique American poetry. She was also largely known at the time for her person. She was known for her riveting readings and performances, her progressive political stances, frank portrayal of both hetero and homosexuality, and above all, her embodiment and description of new kinds of female experience and expression. I like her. I got all that information not from Wikipedia. I got that from the Poetry Foundation. So thank you, Poetry Foundation. I used them for this poet too, Mm -hmm. but um, my poets, I used Wikipedia for their description. Mm -hmm. I like the, the... homosexuality and heterosexuality yeah that's cool. that's i like because for her time she was yeah, thriving yeah hell yeah girl hell yeah okay um oh hang on I, I am gonna need that in a minute but my poet was drumroll please john keats john keats so john keats i thought that was gonna get a bigger reaction but it didn't um adam's doing the little fish a man thing. is that what <laughs> you want no no well john keats was actually a very famous poet john keats was um a very famous english romantic poet so i'll read you i'll read you his thing and yes. then i'll tell you why i picked him okay so um he was born october 31st halloween baby 1795 oh god he died february 23rd 1821 John Keats was an English Romantic poet. He was one of the main figures of the second generation of Romantic poets, along with Lord Byron and Percy Shelley. Despite his works having been in publication for only four years before his death from tuberculosis at the age of 25. Oh, no. Although his poems were not generally well-received by critics during his lifetime, his reputation grew after his death, and by the end of the 19th century, he had become one of the most beloved of all English poets. The poetry of Keats is characterized by sensual imagery, most notably in the series of odes. This is typical of Romantic poets as they aimed to accentuate extreme emotion through an emphasis on natural imagery. Interesting. So, I chose John Keats because um, my senior year of high school, I went to a private school, I went to a very small school, Um, my graduating class was 196 kids, LHP for life, hey guys, if you're listening, what up? Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) um, our senior year, we did this thing where like, all of the English classes were double the size of a normal class. So our English teachers were co-teachers. We had Dr. Walton and Miss Basir, and they talked together. And so instead of having, like, two classes of 20 to 25 kids, you had one class of 50 kids, and um, 
to teachers and they would kind of trade off depending on what they were passionate about. So mm-hmm. like Dr. Walton would teach about, um, Faust, uh, not Faustus. Wow. Faust is a, uh, yep. I'm sorry, a composer. Anyways, Faustus, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, you made a deal with the devil kind yep. of thing. Dr. Walton would teach Faustus and then Miss Basir would teach Dante's Inferno. So like they would trade off depending right. on what they liked. Um, but Dr. Walton was best friends with the yearbook teacher whose, um, name was, Mrs. Bork, I think. Oh shit! Listen, oh, I did not go to your school. I have all of all fourteen of my yearbooks right behind PC. me. Totally um, but so, and they were best friends because they were both obsessed with poets. And so, Mrs. Bork was—I hope that's her name. Because if I'm wrong, like Highland folks, let me know. Um, but I've had a little bit of wine. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Bork loved. Lord Byron, because he was, like, the bad boy of their group. And Dr. Walton was obsessed with John Keats. She went to the Keats house. She was part of the Keats Foundation. So he just really stuck out in my brain. Um, And Bright Star was actually the last poem he ever wrote. Yeah. So it was, I was like, when I picked him, I was like, I know I have to do this one. I know it's going to be a little hard to kind of mimic this. But, like, I have to do this one. So I like the way that you pick your poet. Oh, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you pick your poets and then write the poetry, or do you write your poetry and find a poet to match your poems? I pick the poet and then I write the poetry. Okay. I was just curious. Is that how you do it? That's also how I do it. I think I'm going to try to fool around next week and... Find a poet. Mix it up a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like talking about poets that like whose work speaks to me. So if it's not something that's like... If it doesn't have any meaning for me, I'm not going to be as interested in it. It's going right. to be harder for me to write that poetry. Um, but that, it's worth it. But it's worth it, yeah. yeah. So... Um, what's your surprise? Because I also have a little surprise. Oh my god. Okay, it's not really a surprise. It's more like I have another poem that you need to guess. Oh, no, I just have another poem that I think will make you laugh. Okay, okay. Um, we'll end on that then. Okay. So, it's a haiku. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> is this by a different poet? Yes. Okay. It is, I will say it is, yes, I will say it is not by Edna St. Vincent Millay. Okay. Okay. So, it's by Kim. <laughs> it's not. Okay. 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 I have never read anything about this person. Okay. Option one. We went the wrong way. How the hell did that happen? It's my bad, you guys. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Option two. Okay. My heart aches with pain. When I see you, I vomit. Die. (laughs) Away from me. aches with pain when I see, I can't I can't even get fucking through it alright my heart aches with pain when I see you I vomit die away from me up or die your first option again we went the wrong way how the hell did that happen it's my bad you guys I want to guess number one because it's my bad, you guys, is something you say all the time, but I feel like that might be, like, a misleading thing. That's true. I have been known to be a trickster. But I'm maybe, still going to go with my guy. Maybe I'm just writing from the heart. Nope, I'm going with option two. Oh, my Which God. Which one's mine? I know. Okay. Know. You got one vote over there. Um, Do you want me to read them again? Yeah. Number one. We went the wrong way. How the hell did that happen? It's my bad, you guys. Number two. My heart aches with pain. When I see you, I vomit. Die away from me. 
with numbers. I don't know. I have no idea which one to pick. The listeners, I love them both. The listeners, if you know what this is, I can hear you laughing from, <laughs> like, this apartment. Number one. Number You wrote number one. Okay. I did write number one. Okay, good. Yes. Number two is what from... Is number two? It's from That 70s Show, <laughs> Stephen Hyde. <laughs> He's talking about oh, how... Okay, so... Did you get that while you were sick at home this week? Yes. Yes, I love it. So Jackie's like, Hyde, I love you, after she breaks up with Michael for like the 18,000th time. <laughs> I see you, I vomit. And Stephen goes, let me put this into words you can understand. My heart aches with pain. When I see you, I vomit, die away from me. <laughs> and I just, I laughed so hard. I was like, oh my God, I have to take this note down. So it's season three, episode eight. Oh it's entitled God. Jackie's ba- Jackie Bags Hyde, because at the end they like make out or whatever mm-hmm. and that specific episode was written by dave schiff so i don't know if he wrote that haiku but i wanted to at least shout out a name that's so much cooler than what i have for you oh no <laughs> <laughs> although hopefully you'll like you'll i like love it. things this one is called this it's also by john keats okay and i originally was gonna try and use this as one of mine and i was like how the hell am i gonna try and copy this i love it i'm ready it's called to a cat <laughs> i love it <laughs> okay to a cat cat who has passed thy grand climacteric? I'm sorry, can you go back to the first sentence? <laughs> Cat! <laughs> okay. Cat, who has passed thy grand climacteric? How many mice and rats hast in thy days destroyed? How many titbits stolen? Gaze with those bright languid segments green and prick those velvet ears. By prithee, do not stick thy latent talons in me, and tell me all thy phrase of fish and mice and rats and tender chick. <laughs> Nay, look not down, nor lick thy dainty wrists, for all the wheezy asthma, and for all thy tail's tip is nicked off. And though the fists of many a maid have given thee many a maul, still is thy fur as when the lists in youth thou enteredst on glass-bottled wall. <laughs> The best line is, CAT! (laughs) (laughs) It's got an exclamation point! No, you're supposed to read it like that. That's exactly, it was just, I think it was your hand motion. CAT! CAT! (laughs) With such determination. Picture at the end of The Breakfast Club when, uh, What's-His-Face is walking away. (laughs) Bender. The bad boy. When Bender's walking towards the camera across the football field and, like, and the nerdy kid, I should totally know his name and I don't, because I I have a pop figure of him on my freaking bookshop and I don't know his name. Um... And he's, like, reading the letter that's, like, the princess and the basket kids yes. and all that. And then it's, like, don't you forget about me. And then he does the fist pump. That's what I did for the cat. You explained that. You did not need to explain it in that detail. Everyone knows the ending of The Breakfast Club. And spoilers if you don't, I guess. If you don't know, stop, stop listening. listening. <laughs> Goodbye, Wow, those, that was a really great way to... That was a really good episode. <laughs> It's fine. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and we'll see you in February. Well, actually in March for our February book, which is The Handmaid's Tale. We hope you've been reading along. We're looking forward to getting your opinions, your thoughts, your alternate endings. Yeah, tweet at us, um, post on our Facebook. Mm -hmm. We really would love to get some conversations going, especially like now that we've got some episodes out. Um, and you know, oh, shout out. We didn't even mention this, but like we hit a hundred followers on Facebook in less than a week, you guys. 
guys. You guys are so awesome. Like, Aww. literally, we launched on Monday, and by mm. Thursday night, we had over, over 100, 100 followers, followers on Facebook. So, like, shout out to you guys. You rock. I mean, I did invite my entire Facebook friends. List but, like, to we're like excited it, but, you know, that you're excited. Yes. We're excited to provide some content that maybe lightens up your day or your commute or... Absolutely. I mean, I know I listen to music slash podcasts all day, every day at work. So yes. if you're one of those people, we would love to be those people for you. Yeah. I'm really excited. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Read Between the Vines. Yeah. Cool, 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 no, 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 no,